podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week, we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really, truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. It's Victory Monday. The Dolphins yesterday went up to Foxborough and uh, handled the Patriots. How are you, Lewis? I am great. Great, great, great. Another feeling good Monday. Two weeks in a row to start the season. What more can you ask for, right? Two road wins. Wow. That's not easy to do. Wow. Yeah. Not easy. So... They did it. I mean, it got it probably got a little closer than it should have, but uh, they went out and they took care of business. They got a quick lead, and, and that's what you want to do against a team like the Patriots. You know, you want to get a lead on them and, and not let them set the tempo of the game. Right. I mean, basically, I mean, as you're watching that game last night, it seemed like we were in control. I think Collinsworth commentator or maybe it was Tariqa, one or the other said, you know, it doesn't feel like the Patriots should even be in this game because exactly. we, we were pretty much dominating them on both sides of the football. Um, you know, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, as far as total yards offense and whatnot, I mean, it, it wasn't, it, it, there wasn't that much separation. Um, and the score showed that we had opportunities. Um, you know, we, we, we really, really needed to finish one more drive at some point, you know, preferably a touchdown, but even a field goal. If it, had they had done that over the course of this game, then, you know, the Patriots would have never have had a shot. But in the end, you know, it was a one-score game and the defense did a really, really good job last night overall. You know, they, they basically shut them down. A lot of dinking and dunking, which we knew they were going to do. Sure. But, um, you know, 17 points, a lot of ticky-tacky penalties on the defensive side, I felt. They, they uh, were out for Howard. <laughs> help, helped the Patriots quite a bit last night. Yeah. Howard – uh, you know, there was one on Eli Apple on the sideline where he kind of just put his hand on Parker's hip. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, even the commentators said, yeah, I don't know about that one. You know, yeah. that, that one was a little, a little ticky tacky, but you know what, Mike, we say it all the time, you know, the good teams find a way to win regardless of turnovers or bad penalties or bad calls by the referees. If you still wind up with a win when all is said and done, that's all that matters. And that's what the good teams do. You know, they don't use, you know, penalties and bad referee calls or missed extra points for excuses for losing games, you know. Um, You know, it's team effort. It's a team game. And, um, you know, in the end, if you get a W, 
it doesn't matter. None of that makes, you know, the good teams find a way to get the W when it's all said and done. Yep, they, they made the plays on both sides of the ball that they had to make to uh, get out of there with a win. I guess my only critique, and it's a small one, but the third down conversion percentage, you know, they were 4 of 10, and, and I'd like to see that around 50%, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, but but you know that's that's you know insignificant at this point. But it did keep the game a little closer than maybe it should have been. The Patriots were seven of fifteen on third down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean they had they they converted a better percentage than we did, and with the offensive talent that we have compared to their offensive talent, yeah. you know that that it that should never be that way on third down. Unless it's third and longs, and I don't remember an awful lot of those being the case last night. You know, we've got to convert on them. Uh, we've yeah. got, we've got to. Um, I know when we talked over the course of the game last night, there were a couple times where, you know, I just felt that, um, you know, some of the play calling on third down, you know, they they had that flat wide open over and over again, regardless of who they were using. And a couple of times, you know, they kind of went in a different direction. You know, if they can't stop it, then just keep going to it. And they did all night. But there were a few occasions where they went other areas and, and um, you know, we didn't convert. But overall, you know, the offense did move the football pretty well. They did. They did. You know, the running game was outstanding last night. You combine a med and most Mostert's uh, statistics last night, their numbers, they had 21 attempts for 134 yards. That's about seven yards a carry. That's and a two, pretty – Two touchdowns. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty damn good uh, run average there. Yep. So, you know, they did a pretty good job in, in that aspect. I felt Tua did a really good job spreading the ball around. You know, they took Hill out of the game. But he spread the ball around to Waddle, to Craycraft, Barrios, Smite had three catches. Uh, it, it was nice. You know, they spread it around and they did enough. And Tua played a very, very sound game. Um, you know, one interception, one touchdown. You know, he didn't have to win the game for us last night. It was more of like a control the game situation, right? Yep. yep. And um, we, we can talk about all the you know, all the cliches that are, that are said about, you know, winning football games, so on and so forth. And, you know, the good football teams, the good football teams find different ways to win games. And, you know, we did that quite a bit last year. This year, you know, we won these two games to start the season in very different fashions. You know, the running game was crucial. And that's what good teams do. Exactly. You know, so they're doing all the right things through two games. And, um, you know, Mike, when you look at a record of 2-0 and on the road and you've got basically, is it, was the Kansas City game considered, that, that was a road game. So the, uh, the Germany game is not going to have any effect on our eight. We're going to have eight home games basically, right? right? Eight right. or nine. Eight is plus it? Germany, I believe. Okay. So with that being said, we've got a lot of home games. And great opportunity to win a good majority of those. So we're really putting ourselves in a very, very good position early in this season going forward. You know, we've got Denver coming up this week at home. So we're, we're in a good position to start the year, you know, loving it. 
Absolutely loving it. Yep. I mean, you know, we play Denver at home, and then we go to Buffalo. Right. And so, you know, that's that's going to be another test, on the, you know, on the road. Yeah. But no, no, no. Buffalo, you know, to me, they, yep. they played they played a pretty they played a pretty sound game this past week. But um, you know. We're a whole different element on offense. Um, you know, they're going to have their work cut out for them. You know, when you look at the game yesterday and you look at the way the defense minus Phillips played, you know, you talk about the game itself before we, you know, we, before we start talking about some of these other games and the other teams, you know, Long on the first series comes up with a big sack. Um, you know, they got a first, a few first downs on their first drive, the Patriots, and then Long had a big sack on that drive. You know, the second drive, Chubb creates a fumble. Uh, Van Ginkle then over the course of the rest of the game and, and Chubb just created havoc when they were dropping back to pass. Kuhu uh, had a very, very good game. I mean, they, guys stepped up in Phillips's absence yesterday. Yeah. And that was vital. You know, me and you talked before the game, and, you know, we said that these guys are going to have to step up, and lo and behold, they sure did. I mean, Mostert did a phenomenal job running the football, stepping up. You know, New England decided to take the pass away, and, and they were successful. So, you know, th- there was a lot of different contributors this week than there were last week, right? Right. right. You know, the guys that, you know – um, the guys that contributed last week, Major, Hill, and Tua, were, were, not, were not the guys this week. You know, they were, it was a different group of individuals. And um, you got to love that, you know, in that aspect. And you got to love the fact that the defense uh, went out and just played an exceptionally good football game. You know, they allowed them to dink and dunk, but, um, you know, they kind of controlled everything. The running game, they did just an outstanding Look, job. They, I mean, they gave up 17 points. You'll take that. <laughs> exactly. Listen, Stevenson averaged a little bit over three yards a carry, and Zeke Elliott averaged less than three yards a carry. They did an outstanding job. I mean, those two guys ran the ball 20 times for a total of 63 yards, Mike. So that's a little bit – they averaged a little bit over three yards a carry. And, uh, you know, <laughs> hey. You got to love that. You absolutely have to love that. All right. We have nine home games remaining and uh, that's six, what I was, six road games. That's what I was angling at because yep. I know we have an odd number and I thought that we had more home games this year than we did road games. So with that being said, you know, we've got nine home games ahead of us. I mean, even better, yep. right? Yep. Um, you know, with two road wins under our belt, we're in a great position early on. We got to just keep keep winning week to week, week to week. Our next three road games are at Buffalo, at the Eagles, obviously, and mm-hmm. uh, Kansas City and Germany. In Germany, right. Yeah, tough games. Three gonna, tough teams, right. Three, so. three tough teams, absolutely. So, you know, that makes these early games even more important. It's just, you know? So, you know, they got to win at home. That's basically what it amounts to. You know, they do. The, the, they play uh, the Broncos next, and they play the Giants, then they play the Panthers. And those, to me, are all winnable games. They're, you know, they could lose any one of them, but mm-hmm. I think they're winnable games. You know, Mike, you, you look at those three teams, right, up to mm-hmm. this point. And, you know, you look at Buffalo. 
Okay, yeah, they did win yesterday. Um, it looked okay. You know, I mean, they ran the ball pretty well yesterday, and um, you didn't see Josh Allen turn the ball over much, but you expected them to win yesterday. Yep. Um, you know, that team, I've said it before, I'll say it again. You know, they're not the team that they were a couple of years ago. The Eagles have looked very average up to this point. Um, the Dolphins, I think, can give them a lot of trouble. Do you? You know, I, I, I do feel that way. Absolutely. I think that if our offensive line holds up, I think, you know, we, we can play with the Eagles right now. With, with, with what I saw of them, I watched them quite a bit yesterday. And what I saw of them is that, listen, you know, if we play well defensively and our offensive line holds up, we, we, we can go toe-to-toe with them. And then the third game, Kansas City, you know, they had a nail-biter. Their offense right now, and they had Kelsey back yesterday. Uh, right. They scored 17 points. Yeah. So, you know, when you look at their receiving core, you know, there's not anybody that, that scares you. You know, if you take Kelsey out of that game, and I know it's a tough task, but that's the guy you got to eliminate out of their offense. If you do that, you know, we can go toe-to-toe with Kansas City, too. Right now, with the, the way the defense played yesterday, and that, again, was without Phillips. When Phillips comes back, they're going to be even a stronger unit. Um, you know, I think they can go toe-to-toe with anybody from what I've seen over these first couple of weeks. Um, well, that's what, that's what the pundits are saying. I mean, they're, they're saying this team can beat anybody, and, and I believe that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy or guaranteed. You know, right. they've, got to, they've got to go to these places and they've got to put their fe- best foot forward. Mm-hmm. They've got to have good game plans from McDaniel and Fangio. And uh, the players themselves have to do the job that they're taught to do. Yep. So, you know, if, if they can do those things, then, then there is nobody we can't beat, you know? Mm-hmm. What I was impressed with yesterday is, you know, I mean, Tua, I think, was sacked twice, but by and large, he was kept clean. And the other thing, you know, that contributed to that is on his 30 attempts, he averaged 1.8 seconds a throw. I mean, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. You know, Tua... Actually, 1.9, I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's just crazy. He he had he had an exceptional game again yesterday. I felt that you know some of the passes, the timing, very different game, the timing and the coaching. It's you know it it's just there. You can see that there's a lot of preparation that goes into their offense. It's it's all timing. Um, you know, it's Tua getting the ball as you mentioned, Mike. I mean, in less than two seconds, and he's in less than two seconds, and he's throwing to a spot, and that's it. He's yep. throwing to his spot, and the guys are running into it's their it. Job to get there, right? He's he's being precise. Um, you know, when you look at the guys that are, you know, again Cedric Wilson inactive, right? Yep. You're looking at guys like Craycraft and Barrios, who are really good pass route runners. You know, they 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 get open. They're where they're supposed to be on time, and you're seeing a lot of success even when they're throwing away from Hill and Waddle. You know, so you've got four options right now that you're pretty comfortable with. You know, you don't see guys dropping passes. Well, you don't, yeah, yesterday there were two drops. Yeah, but, you know, it's not, it's not. 
and I only say that because you know Tua was twenty one of thirty, but he actually played better than that. Yeah, I think I think he did. I think Waddle had a bad drop over yep. the middle, and um, you know, and sometimes the defense makes plays too. I mean, you know, the, there was one pass that was going the easy e over the middle that would have been a nice. I mean, they would have hit for some yardage, but either the defensive lineman or a linebacker on New England just stuck his hand up at the last minute and tipped it away. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, you got to give the other team credit. I mean, that's no fault of Tua's. Um, you know, the deep throw is still a problem. Uh, you know, you'd love to see him just get rid of the ball a second or two earlier so the timing's down because it just seems like it takes him a long time when he throws deep. He winds up and the ball winds up short to where Hill had a weight on it. Uh, past that and him just rushing out of the, the center snaps, you know, when he's under centered, you know, that's, that's got to stop because, I mean, it's, you know, it was a crucial situation. In this game, I believe it was a third and two. If we get that first down there, the game is basically sealed. I mean, you know, in the end, we had to sweat it out. You know, so that's, that's got to stop. I think he's just pulling out too quickly. You know, when he's coming back at, at a center, he's trying to get the ball as quickly as possible to the running back on the that's, play. That's how I see it as well. I mean, you know, bad snap's a bad snap, but uh, when the ball lands on the center's ass, two his hands have to be there, and he has to control that football. Yeah, I mean, it's this has been going on in football forever. And, I mean, the fact that through two games, Mike, we've done it, what, three or four times too already? Many. Much too many. Yeah, it's just too many times. And, you know, you don't want that to be a factor in losing a football game somewhere down the line. I mean, you know, as I said, the good teams. And you you know know, what? It was a seven-point game, and uh, the ball was on the ground. They were lucky they got it back. You know, New England covers that ball, and it is a different ball game. I think in the end on that drive, Mike, I think I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I, we were in a third and one or third and two situation. We wound up losing a yard, and we wound up attempting a 55-yard field goal. It was a big play in the game. But, you know, they get that under control, and you look at the offense as a whole. There's not a lot of mistakes being made. I mean, very, very few. Over the course of a game, even penalty-wise, you know the defense had a lot more penalties than the um, than the offense did yesterday. You're not seeing the foolish false starts and the holdings over and over again. I mean, they they did a really good job again, you know, compared to last year and what yeah. we were seeing out of them last year. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I agree. I was just looking here. <laughs> You know, on uh, CBS stats, and uh, it shows one penalty for us. And I know we had more than that, didn't we? Uh, maybe one offensive penalty. Um, a defense, yes, without a question of a doubt. I mean, Eli Apple and had at least three pass interference calls alone on him. There was a ridiculous holding penalty on, God, I want to say it was Lamb on our second drive which was absolutely we wound up scoring anyway on that drive uh we had a touchdown run but lamb had it just a a silly penalty when they showed the instant replay i mean he barely even touched the you know and the play was in front of him i don't know if you remember that's how i felt on one of howard's uh pass interferences you know yeah it was really a bad call i thought but 
you know, it is what it is. You, you gotta, you gotta just roll on, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, we had less than 400 yards total offense. You knew this was going to be a task. I mean, listen, the Patriot defense, there are no slouches over there. You know, they, they, they play a very sound defense. And I know they were short guys in the secondary. But you know what? We didn't really attack that anyway. You know, they were just playing guys. Well, they had back. people. They had people dropping back and kind of playing an umbrella defense. You know. Yep, that's all they did all night. And you know, we we had a great game plan to counter that mm-hmm. instead of forcing the ball down the field. You know, we right. had very few deep throws. Right, and they run the ball a lot, which is what you do against that because they don't have that eighth man in the box to uh, stop you. So you have you know an advantage. Mm-hmm. And in years past, we have seen that take place, and we still did not have the ability to run the football. So, you know, all the credit to the offensive line and and Mostert, you know, and for Butch doing Barry, what he the did. offensive line coach. Yes, yeah, uh, doing- he's he's doing a phenomenal job with them. I mean, they they are they are blocking reasonably well, and you know, we've got guys on that line that probably aren't starters, but you know, they, they are because they have to be and, uh, they're, they're actually performing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, you know, I, I'm thinking when Mike is, is definitely going to be staying at that left guard position, you know, Eichenberg is the option, you know, now when Armstead does come back healthy, you know, the Dolphins may decide to move Lamb inside to that left guard, or they may decide to move him over to that right tackle position. Because Austin Jackson, you know, we got the grades, or you got the grades, and we were talking about it prior to coming on. And, um, you know, Austin's just, he's grading out really bad right now, up to this point through through the couple of games. You know, he's getting the lowest grades pretty much across that offensive line. And, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens if, in fact, they do think about going that route. Because I want the five best out there, and I don't, it doesn't matter to me who the hell it is. Yep, yep. You know, I don't know if he's played right tackle before. I have no idea, but uh, I'm sure the coaches will look into it, and if they feel that's the best way to go, that's the way they'll go. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the good thing, Mike, is that there is an option there. You know, so yep. – you know, you've got guys that have been playing adequate, adequately over these first couple of games to the point where it's not, you know, when you watch a football game and you just see an offensive line getting dominated, you know, it's the most demoralizing thing, even as a fan and as you're watching and you're just like, how the hell are we going to do anything when you can't pass a run block? And, you know, they've done, they did a pretty fair job all last year. And up, up to this point, they've done a good job this year. So they have. I, I don't want to see Tua in a sloppy pocket because I feel like that affects him more than most. Yes. You know, he, needs a, he needs a clean pocket or a reasonably clean pocket. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he did a good job last week of escaping when he had to. Uh, that was fun to see. But, uh, you know, it's it's tough to do that all the time, you know. You get caught from behind, you get stripped and fumble, you know, that type of thing. And and you don't mm-hmm. want to see that, you know. So yes, uh, they got to keep protecting him, and he's got to keep getting rid of the ball quick, and I think we'll be okay. I agree. I, you know, he seems so decisive back there, so yep. under control. He just looks like a different quarterback that has a lot of confidence in what they're trying to do. Yep. 
you know, the play calling, Mike, you know, they did it quite a bit, but they they had a little bit of a wrinkle in their offense. They showed New England something that um, that they haven't really done quite a bit, and I can't even explain it, but, you know, they were kind of flooding a zone, and right. basically I think four or five different guys caught passes out of those formations, which was outstanding. They they didn't keep going to the same person. You know, I think Waddle caught one and Smythe caught one and Craig Craft caught one. So it was just great to see. And, um, you know, you want to see different wrinkles thrown in week in and week out. Uh, again, can't say enough about the job McDaniel's doing. I mean, he's got them prepared, Mike. I mean, you don't see sloppiness. I mean, God, you know, we're so – we're not that far removed from – us being up in Buffalo and, you know, Gusecki telling Tua that I've got to line up on that, that type of thing, you know? Yep, yep. I mean, we're, we're a couple of years removed from that. And last year, we had issues in regard to timing and, um, you know, and getting play calls in. I mean, they're so precise through two games this year. They're really crisp. They don't look sloppy. They look like just a unit that everybody's on the same page doing the same doing the things they're supposed to be doing. You, you get that feeling? Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm very impressed with the job that McDaniel's doing. And I mentioned the offensive line coach because I think that matters. And, uh, you know, through two games, they look very efficient. Okay? You know, maybe not quite as much this week as last, but still, when you combine the, the performance, uh, that's a damn good two-game stretch for being on the road, especially mm-hmm. in, in two against two good teams right? They're in two, New England and Los Angeles. Two very, very solid football teams. You go on the road, you win these games. I mean, that New England crowd was jacked up, and I, I was just so, so happy to go up there and send them all home miserable because I do not like Patriot fans, <laughs> Patriot football players. The head coach is a complete jackass. He made a complete fool of himself on national TV. And I was happy he was doing it because... I don't think he cares. <laughs> well, you know what, though, Mike? I mean, you know, at, as a fan, not a Dolphin or a Patriot fan, but as a fan, you know, outside of these two teams, just a neutral fan watching a football game, uh-huh. and you see the hit that Waddle took um, head-to-head, and yep. you're still sitting there. And you're bitching and moaning for 10 minutes after the play. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, you've been around long enough. Hey, he was trying to get across that he was going for the ball. But I guess what Bill doesn't understand is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He <laughs> understands It's up it to the perfectly. defender to avoid the helmet-to-helmet hit. And the defender didn't do that. He didn't. He, he blasted him. And, right. and it was scary because... I mean, listen, I've seen some ticky-tacky hits that are helmet-to-helmet that, you know, I understand. And, you know, I do understand the fact that the defender's trying to come up and make a play. But it so happens that he blasted him in the back of the head, and he could have literally broke his neck. I mean, the hit was, the hit was bad. And thank yeah, God well. he didn't get hurt. You right. Know, Significantly in, hurt. He was hurt. <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Well, I think he came back out on the field for the rest of the game. and that. That in itself was, was a great thing to see, but the fact that he was just sitting there and, and just 
screaming at that referee on the sideline for I mean, they panned to him five different times while the yeah. game was going no, he on. he was pretty angry. There's no question about that. He was pissed above and beyond. And all he had to do was look up at the replay board and see the play and just, you know, end it. You know, just just go on, you know? I mean, you're not going to get anywhere by, you know, by acting the way you did. But that's the way he is, you know? I mean, things aren't going his way. And, um you know, I think the Patriots, you know, as you look at them as a whole, you know, they're, they're a very average football team. They're going to have a hard time winning a lot of games this year, and I love it. They just don't have the, the you know, the receivers that they really need to uh, be dangerous, you know. I mean, we already know what Parker is. We know what Gasicki is. And, uh, right. you know, nobody else Born. has really stepped up for him, you know. Bourne's Born a good shoot. receiver, but Born's he's not good. great. Right, Schuster, they don't have real big playmakers uh, that are going to change the game around. They're all good, solid football players. And as we know, Parker was solid. But, you know, when we had him here, you know, was he a game changer? From time to time, he'd make plays. But, you know, he's not a Pro Bowl superstar player. He's a very, very good receiver as is born. And right. Hunter Henry... Same thing. Gasecki is what he is. Um, yeah. You know, that play at the end of the game was really, really interesting. And uh, boy, Van Ginkle to the rescue again with the effort. I mean, just yep. absolute effort. Fantastic to see. You know, you, you love watching the defense when everybody is going 100 miles an hour. Yes. And that's what I've been seeing, specifically uh, him and, and Sealer and uh, Wilkins. I mean, these guys are, are nonstop. Well, you know, I enjoy that because that to me is high effort, and that's what you want. You lose, you lose, but you, you want your team playing with high effort. And they've been doing that and winning, which is even better. Yeah, absolutely. The defense, I felt, you know, they were around the football, around the running backs. You know, just blowing things up. Defensive line controlled their offensive line. I know they had a couple of starters out at the guard positions as well. But, hey, you know what? We had guys out too. We had our best offensive linemen out. I don't give a shit, and I don't care about excuses. I mean, both teams were down players. You know, the bottom line is at the end of the game, a W or an L. You know, you find ways to win or you find ways to lose. and um you know, even with our injuries over these first couple of weeks, you know, the absence of Armstead and then, of course, the absence of um, Phillips in this week's game, you know, it didn't hurt us. It did to, to any great extent. New England probably forced our hand a little bit, but uh, I, I know last week we talked about getting the ball into more receivers' hands than, than just, you know, Hill and Waddle. Right. And they did that this week. Oh, they did it, yeah, last week as well. I mean, obviously, when you throw for almost 500 yards, you know, 200 of it went to Hill, but, uh, you know, he still had almost 300 yards to right, all the to others, everybody else. To everybody right. else. So they're doing, they're, they're doing an exceptional, exceptionally good job in spreading the football around as compared to last year at this point. Um, you know, yeah. and now again, this is a small dose. It's through two games, yep. but you know you can see the diversity of the offense. That there's just a lot of guys, and I mean we haven't even seen anything out of a chain. Um, you know I think he's a little bit buried right now. I think that they they're more comfortable with Ahmed at this point. 
you know, backing up um, Mostert. And, um, you know, I have no complaints about that. Um, you know, so when you don't see A-Chain, you know, a guy that everybody felt was going to be, a, you know, another dynamic player in this offense through the first couple of games and they're still moving the football at will, that's a great thing. Yeah. He had well. one, ca- one carry for five yards. So One carry for five yards, and he may yeah. have gotten targeted or caught a ball for uh, for a few yards as well. Yeah, he did. He had one, one catch for four yards as yep. well. So, I mean, you know, he was involved a little bit. I think Ahmed got beat up. Um, he went out of the game, so I think that's why we saw A-Chain. Otherwise, yep. I don't think we would have even seen him last night. You're probably right. Um you know, Easy E, I guess, has become a running back in our offense. You know, a Debo Samuel type <laughs> because uh, <laughs> he he's running the ball more than he's getting targeted in games. He had one target, what I talked about earlier when the, when the linebacker or somebody tipped it away, but he had he had three carries again last night. And and I'll tell you what, you know, Mike. You know, down by the goal line, you know, I love the play calling and everything, but for the love of God, down by the goal line, let's not get cute. You know, um, the easy run, you know, he lost, I think, three yards on the carry and we were at the four-yard line. I mean, just run quick hitters in there and get down there. You know, don't play around. You know, just let Mostert, you know, run into that offensive line and get a couple of yards there, you know? Um, Yeah. A lot of options once you get down there, and I don't think handing off to my wide receiver would be my first choice. There's just too many, too many different things that have to go right in that situation. You got 11 defenders in that bunched up area. So my thought process is always is just quick hit it into the line. I mean, just right off a guard, right off a center, in between center and guard, run the ball right in there. And just get whatever you can if you're going to run the football. We've tried that before, too. <laughs> it hasn't always worked. Well, so. we did it on first down, you yeah. know, from the eight, and I think yeah. or the seven. And he got down to the four on first down. And they had three more downs to work with there. Right. You know, in today's NFL, um, you know, a lot of teams are going for it, even if it's fourth and two and fourth and three, you know, down by the goal line. You know, so – you know, I question that that getting too cute with running plays down by the goal line. It's just, you know, you got 11 guys reacting to the football. It's just tough. And the offensive line, they have to execute perfectly in that situation. Other than that, you know, the, the field goal, uh, 55-yard field goal decision, you know, me and you talked about it during the game as it was going on. And we felt that, you know, McDaniels usually – you know, he loves to be aggressive in that situation. And I, I felt that a 55-yard field goal, eh, and three, you yeah. know, just just get Hill isolated or Waddle. And just even Craig, anybody, Barrios, just get him isolated and throw the ball. If they make a great play on it, fantastic, you know. But, um, you know, you're throwing the ball 10 yards closer to our goal line for New England in that situation. If it was a 50-yarder, I'd probably say, yeah. 55-yarder, eh, you know. Distance was there, but... Uh, and just missed it. He, he hit it wide left. So, yep. you know, that decision I felt wasn't the, the greatest one. But overall, you know, they just... I want to talk about him for a second. 
Sanders? Yeah, the fans yeah. are really getting getting on him and calling for his job and all that. I'm wondering, are they watching what happened yesterday? Because there was nothing in that game that would make me think he did a bad job. I mean, listen. He missed a 55-yard field goal. Big deal. It happens. You it know? does. I watched Tucker miss, you know, he's the best kicker in football. I watched him miss a shorter one um, yesterday. Yeah. You know, the blocked field goal. And I, I'm almost certain, Mike, because me and Chris talked about it during the course of the game. And I think Wilkins was the guy blocking on the outside there, if you yeah. can believe it. Yeah, I do. I saw it. Yeah. And um, he just didn't even touch the guy. Nope. I mean, he's got to be aware that, hey, you know, anybody, anybody who's there on the outside, you've got to at least get in his way for at least a half a second. Yeah, I mean, he came in before he could practically kick the ball. He so. paid no attention to him whatsoever. He came yeah. flying in and Wilkins, you know, was just not paying attention. And I mean, it was, listen, I give him all the credit in the world. It was fantastic. It came at a point where they absolutely needed it. But you know, again, you know, going back to the original point that you made it, that's not Sanders' fault. You know, that's just great execution and, and a play we've never seen in all the years I've been watching yeah. football. <laughs> not um, like that. Anyway. It was smart. It was smart. What, yeah. what the Dolphins should have did <laughs> was put a fake on because there was nobody down yeah. that right side. Yeah. I mean, you could forget it. All they had to do is, you know, have the, um, you know, basically – the, the uh, Sanders throw the ball to whoever the flyer was on that I, side. I don't know if Sanders can throw, but <laughs> my whole thing is I, I I don't find fault with him at all in the two games that he's played. I honestly don't. Uh, right. You know, kickers are going to miss kicks from time to time. Now, you know, he missed the extra point last week, but he made three field goals. So you got to take the good with the bad. Right. And uh, last night, he really didn't have, you know, much of a opportunity on some of those kicks. But, you know, he made one, right? Yeah. And uh, he missed one. So, mm-hmm. you know. 55-yarder is not an right. easy kick. And has just... the one blocked. So, you know, I, I don't fault the kicker. So, everybody yelling to fire him is just having a hangover, you know, from last year when maybe he wasn't as accurate as he should have been. Right. And the, you know what, Mike? The kick would have been good from 65 yards out. I mean, it was halfway up the goalpost. Yeah. I mean, the distance. He had the distance, no doubt. I mean, it, that thing would have went. I mean, if they would have attempted a 65-yarder, it would have it would have went through if it was, you know, he had the distance. You know, he just and, you know, hooked I'm not, left. I'm not one of, you know, to defend kickers, but I just think that maybe there's a little bit of animosity towards the guy, and it's just, it's wrong, that's all. They're not going to find anybody better on the street right now. Uh, no, definitely not. And d- there's there's a lot of kickers that he's still much better than in the NFL, period. You know, that that's the bottom line. He's got the leg strength. And at some point over the course of this season, you know, he's going to win us some football games when it's all said and done. That's it, you know, plain yeah. and simple. That's it. You know, they got to execute a little bit better. You know, in regard to not getting kicks blocked, and uh, that's on the special teams coach. You know, I yeah, think going so, forward, teams right. will prepare for that. If you're going to fire somebody, he's the guy I'd be looking at. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think he deserves uh, to be fired through two games up. To no, this no, point. no, no, not for that. I'm talking about last year and and the special teams' performance. You know, in general, it's, it, we have not been as good as we should have and could have been. Agreed, absolutely, no question about that. But um, bottom line, through all of this talk, and we've been talking for a bit here, is that we're two and zero, and we're playing a Denver team that just lost at home to the Redskins or the Commanders, whatever the heck they're called. Um, you know, I, <laughs> what's funny about that is is that I saw something that they're petitioning to get their name back. I saw know? that too, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, very, very interesting. So um, with all that being said, you know, Denver, I watched that game, and uh, it was one of the late games. And uh, I'll tell you what, you know, Russell Wilson looked decent early on, but – rest of the game did not do all that much. They got, they were very fortunate. They threw a Hail Mary up at the end of the game um, and they wound up getting some points and then they failed on the two point conversion. But uh, their defense did not look that, that great either. I think they're going to have a very, very hard time stopping our offense next week. So, um, and we'll preview that in a couple of days here, right? Yep. Yep. So looking forward to it. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're off to a great start, home opener. Wow. I mean, that's, you know, it's exciting. It's, it's really exciting. It was a fun game to watch last night. Anytime you beat New England, it's always fun. And see Belichick walking off the field, yeah. miserable, more miserable. Nice, nice winning in primetime, you know, with a whole audience watching. And uh, uh, they played well enough to be talked about. And that's what you want. You know, you mm-hmm. want people respecting your team and giving them props when they're doing well. And, uh, uh, you know, Outlets are doing that. I mean, ESPN has been very kind to us so far this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some good games tonight. You mm-hmm. got Cleveland-Pittsburgh, which, which should be very, very yeah, interesting. Cleveland's going to try and go to 2-0, I believe, right? And Pittsburgh would go to 0-2 in that situation. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, well, Right now, it's just us in Baltimore at 2-0 in the AFC. Yep. Chargers lost again. They're 0-2. You know, Denver, I believe, is – did they win in week one? No, they're 0-2 they're as well. There's I, wonder, I wonder how hot Staley's uh, seat is. <sighs> Interesting. Not, not sure. Yeah. Not sure. I mean, it's early, Mike, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, still, still a long, long way to go, but um, it's interesting, you know. Uh, Baltimore-Cincinnati game. Cincinnati just did not. They just didn't look that that good offensively. Again, it's hard to imagine with the talent that they have on that offense that they they would play badly. <laughs> I, you know, again, um, Baltimore was shutting them down. I mean, yeah. they took Chase out of the game. I mean, he had next to nothing um, offensively, statistic wise, and um, you know, Baltimore did did enough on offense against their defense. They moved the football pretty well. And, you know, they lost their starting running back, Baltimore. So it, I'll tell you, Mike, the start of this year is very, very interesting in it the really AFC. Is. It really, yep. really is. You know, we look like, you know, and, and I know it's small dose and it's only two weeks, but, you know, we look like one of the stronger teams right now in the AFC as things are. You know, we do, but that can change in a minute. So Yes, we did last know, year. Right. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, I don't, I don't take 2-0 and o for granted, but. They got to continue on and, and continue to play the way they've been playing, and 
create opportunities for themselves, as the coach would say. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, Lewis. I think right. that'll do it for this afternoon. Uh, thanks for joining me, and thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. All right. Here we go. Fins up, Lewis. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, Fin fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right, until next week, be well and take care. Network.